Yo, what is cracking, Gorilla Gang? Welcome back to another episode of The Power of Three. And man, today do we have a real proper, proper, proper treat for you all. We're about to sit down with Katrina Anastasia, and she just released her debut single called Sober. You can find that in the links in the description. I really just want you guys to pay attention when I ask Katrina, I ask her, you know, was it the music that inspired your story or was it the story that inspired your music? You know, and we go into a really deep conversation, really in-depth afterwards. Realistically, everything just comes back to being able to tell a story and tell a message, send a message, you know, put your thought processes and your intuition and your creativity into a song, into a story, into something or someone, you know, that will help them, you know what I mean, all it takes is one moment, one person, you know, and there could be a line or a, or a lyric or a bar or a moment in a song that really helps someone get through trauma or get over trauma or resonate with someone, you know what I mean, and it helps them, it improves their life. And that's really what I loved about this conversation. So stick around, man. You don't miss this one. So here's the question. Yeah, right. I might go on. How are these young entrepreneurs who haven't obtained any inheritance and are entirely self-taught carving a legacy and living that life? And mate, we're talking purebred entrepreneurs here. The ones that have a vision, the ones that have a passion, and the ones that want to make an impact on this world to get that respect that they deserve that is the question and this podcast will give you the answer but honestly mate keeping shit as simple as one two three is the key my name is in fact benji copeland and this is the power of three yo what's good benji copeland here and welcome to episode number 33 man episode number 33 of the power of three (laughs) we're living through some crazy times man and um yeah, I'm really just grateful that we can still send love, send messages, talk to people. And um, yeah, again, that's what I loved about this episode, this conversation with Katrina. We talked a little bit about the business side of music, but it was more about getting started and how to, you know, kind of get over those hurdles. And, you know, I'm sure we're going to catch up with Katrina at a later date and um, talk more about the business, talk more about branding and, and um, going that way. But man... This was an insane conversation. If you guys want to join some more like-minded entrepreneurs, just head on over to Facebook and just type in the name of this podcast in the search bar, mate, and go over to the group section and then just head on over into the group. And once you're in there, you know, just get to know people. And again, all it takes is one person, one moment. You know, there's a couple hundred people in there. We're really focusing on growing it this year. So, you know, tell your story, get to know some people, um, who knows, <laughs> you might meet your business partner. Um, without further ado, mate, let's head on in and sit down and jam with Katrina. Katrina, thank you so much for joining us today. It's, mm-hmm. it's awesome to do a podcast in person. Yes, thankfully, thankfully you're uh, dating my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, otherwise we'd never have met it. Literally. Um, but yeah, you have... You've just released your first single, your debut single. Yes. And that's called uh, Sober. It is called Sober. With an A. (laughs) S-O-B-A. So, I mean, what inspired you 
I mean, first of all, tell everyone a little bit about the song. Okay. And um, and then, yeah, tell everyone what inspired you to write this song. So when I wrote this song, I actually wrote it about a year before I even put it out and everything. And it was kind of sitting in my vo- voice notes for the longest time. It was just a freestyle session that I did when I was kind of not really in a good place. I think it was last winter, so not this one, but the one before that. And I was in a place of you know, doubting myself a lot or feeling like everything was so overwhelming and too hard or too much work. And so I just kind of sat down and I just started flowing on all these beats off YouTube. And then I got that one. And then I ended up reaching out to a friend of mine who I went to school with. And he did all the instrumentation for me. Shout out Craig Winnicott. He's a he's a G and he's got great albums out. Anyways, So he did the instrumentation, and then once he sent that to me, I kind of just slowly started piecing it together, and then kind of spontaneously, I decided that I wanted that to be the first song that I put out, because I feel within my music, I want it to be very, um, like, personal, and I think it's important for us in music these days to, to really bring light to situations that people aren't always talking about in music. I feel music a lot, it has to do with, you know, money and, and girls and this and that, or just all this drama and so I wanted to bring the focus back onto like individual like what's going on in my own mind versus like what everyone else is doing um so that's kind of what came from that and it's crazy because the whole the whole point of the song is it talks about um talks about uh like Being being sober and and feeling and constantly trying to do something and feeling like you're not getting the result right so it talks about like the, the little metaphor is, you know, I'm sipping on my juice or drink or I'm, I'm, I'm smoking this or, you know, whatever. And then but I'm not getting that feeling that I'm drinking for. Like it's as if I'm I feel I'm working so hard to get to be successful or, you know, to find love or to get the job that I want or this or that. But then every step that I take, it feels like it just it's not I'm not getting where I want to go. And that's kind of what the song was based around. I feel like it can can relate to a few different situations. That's why I don't really want to put just one main purpose on it. But it's mostly just about trying and feeling like you're tirelessly working at something and then you're just not getting the result. Or you're kind of just walking through life and you don't know which way to go and you don't know what the right decision is. Like, I always deal with being very indecisive about things. I don't always know what I want or what I should do or, you know, who I should work with type thing. So... Yeah, that's kind of Absolutely, that's kind of what yeah. I kind of drew a blank, but yeah. No, I love that so much. There's so much to unpack that. Yeah. Do you think that your music inspired you to talk about your story, or do you think your story and your past inspired you to write your music? I think that writing music, because I don't know, you'll probably be able to tell after you go and listen back to this podcast, but I'm not the best at speaking what I want to say, and I was never really the best in English class. I didn't really know how to properly, you know, put everything in a paragraph and make it sound flowing and make it sound concise and professional and stuff, right? So I always dealt with that kind of situation, and that's why I've been trying to do more public speaking or group speaking, so I can try to get get myself better vocabulary um but I've just always found that when it comes to music I was able to express myself in a way through writing which I didn't think that I was able to do so I think that from writing music I've been now inspired to or feel like I have the, the capability to write actual just written things or a paragraph or something but I think that it's a little bit of both in terms of what inspired what but 
I think mostly it was just what was going on in my life and I wanted to say it in a way that was almost not disconnecting from myself but getting it off my chest and because when I freestyle like when I wrote this song most of the lyrics that are in there just came off the top of my head and was kind of just what I was feeling in that moment and then afterwards I go back and I craft it to actually work properly and not sound messy so obviously sometimes I freestyle and I don't even know what it is I'm feeling or I I can't put my finger on it but then whatever comes out of my mouth and what I'm feeling in that moment that's how the song just ends up happening I end up put I just miraculous not miraculously but I just just kind of put a put out a word or put out an idea in this freestyle and then I'm like okay yeah that's that's so true that's what I'm feeling and I'm just going to expand on that more so it's just kind of yeah it's finding the flow and just and just kind of letting it happen I try not to think too hard when I write songs I'm not like oh I'm feeling sad today I'm gonna write a sad song it's more like you know I'm not feeling it so I'm just gonna go on the flow and just see kind of what comes out of my head and then sometimes I discover emotions or feelings or or even thoughts like ideas that I hadn't even thought of because I'm not sitting there and being like what am I going to think about what am I going to write about you know all this stuff it's just it just comes out rather than putting too much pressure on it because if once I put pressure on something it's it's not it's just not the same you know so was there a moment that really I don't know call it an epiphany moment if you will that or a story or something that really stood out and it was kind of like that final step to write the song or um, I don't even call the song sober or yeah um so what I was kind of thinking about there is also to kind of what made me go from being oh I'm just a singer to like writing my own stuff um because it was crazy ever since I was younger this this idea of like doing music and you know superstar like rock star like all this stuff not even that I really want to be that big but you know, that kind of lifestyle always drew, drew into me, but drew into me is not the right word, um, like lured me in, but I never thought that it was possible. So from when I was a kid, it was like my dream. And then between like, like middle school and high school, it was like not a dream at all. I wasn't thinking about it really. I didn't think it was possible. I didn't think I was going to be able to do it. I, I know I didn't have connections. I didn't know how to record myself, all this stuff. So I was just singing because I'd always been singing my whole life. And then I had this one situation where someone wanted me to come in and sing for their song, like sing the hook or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I sang it and then I was 16 or something at the time and they're like, you should write your own stuff. And then I was like, hmm. And so I was like, yeah, I probably should. So then I started kind of working on it. And, you know, at the start it was pretty, everything was rhyming and I didn't understand all the different ways you can write a song. Like there's so many different ways to write a song. And that's also what I like about it is the freedom. But when it comes to Soba, I think... It was just me being so fed up with, with like, like I work at McDonald's and all these things. Like I was just, I knew that I wasn't supposed to be there and I knew that I needed to do something to, to propel me forward to get to the goal that I wanted to go to, but it just felt so overwhelming to do so. So I think that's kind of that moment where I was like, I don't want to be working fast food. I don't want to be here because I know that I would be of better assistance or of better, um, capabilities or um whatever potential in in a more creative environment and in somewhere like that so I just knew I was like okay well I can't just sit around and expect someone to just come and give me this it's this opportunity I kind of have to just do it myself and so from like when I first wrote Soba I would have had I didn't think that I was going to release it I didn't know it was going to be my debut single I didn't know any of that you know it was just one song along a bunch of other songs that I've written too that I was like I think this kind of sums up where I'm at right now and how I'm perceiving 
the situation of life and I feel like a lot of other people feel the same way about just feeling overwhelmed and the pressure to be successful and to you know work hard and all this stuff which obviously you have to work hard to be successful but it can be very overwhelming at times so oh yeah well that good old quote of work smarter not harder sums it up perfectly done it um yeah you mentioned at the start like you know all the different personas and ideologies surrounding the music industry and rap and clout and instant gratification i mean especially in the past couple of years with the in- influx of people on social media things like tiktok and clubhouse do you think that instant gratification and jealousy can almost be a disease to a certain extent 100 percent um I think that when it comes to making music, I think the reason why, you know, independent artists or whatever feels so much pressure is because the music industry is all about how people like your stuff or how people like you or the acceptance from other people or the support from other people, right? So to get that feels nearly impossible when you live in a culture or, you know, a society where everything is based on numbers and 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 sometimes people won't work with you sometimes people won't even give you like the time of day if they don't if you don't have the same numbers as they do in terms of followers or likes and all these things which I don't agree with because it's like the numbers on your profile have nothing to do with who you are as a person and your art and all these things right and sometimes people get popularity they get the numbers they get all these things from you know kind of selling selling things that aren't necessarily important like drugs and 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 money and all these material things and and girls and you know all these things right where it's like and then you have and they're getting like millions of streams and all this stuff which go them I'm not hating they can do whatever they want and I'm and I'm happy that they're making the numbers but then you you see people on the other side who are making music about things that matter and 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 bringing to the conversation you know the environment and and human rights and like all these things but they're 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 not given the same attention through the media and pop culture and I think that it's kind of it's a very twisted way that it's working right now so I think that needs to change where it's we need people need to start giving their attention to people who are actually trying to share a good message and not just trying to be the best of the best absolutely and when you say that you know the first thought that comes to mind is Bob Marley you know and just even being in St. Vincent last year end of last year for you know a couple months it was really opening to reggae and even the people there you know like the the sunlight is so strong you know and for people that don't know this like it's actually a scientific fact that depression and even rates of coronavirus as well happiness in general is just at a much higher level in countries that have increased sunlight and vitamin d so all these you know the sunlight can help decalcify but anyway that's a conversation for another day the people in saint vincent music was a part of their culture you know, Bob Marley, he is recognized around the world for his music and one love. And when he died, it was almost like that movement of oneness and one love disappeared, right? And, you know, even you look at people like Tupac. And ever since then, rap has kind of evolved in a very different and unusual way, for the better or the worse, however you want to put it, probably a mix of both, right? But in this new decade that we're seeing now, people are really starting to wake up to music. You know, music is, it's therapy, it's happiness, it's creativity, it's story, it's love, it's everything. You know, it's life. And it can really, really have an impact. And Bob Marley changed people's lives, right? People are still talking about him today. 
And I think this whole movement of actually using music as therapy as a way to um, escape and glorify the, the, the bad parts of our life, I think it's kind of moving away from that and moving more into how can we use our past and the bad experiences in our past to better us and better the people around us. And once we're over that, we can fully forget about it and get to a space or a spot in society where we are just continuously loving each other. We're in a void, we're in a vast open space of happiness and love. And I think that's where we're really starting to transition, not only with music, but the world and consciousness overall. Yeah, well, first thing is, it's obvious that pop culture and even just a lot of younger generations, the generation we're in, the older generation, everyone is focused. I feel like music is one of those things that connects everyone, you know, because number one, there's music of all types of genres. Every every place on earth makes music, right? I'm pretty sure. Um, so it's one of those things that really connects everyone. But since most of it, and especially in the media and what we're being shown through TikTok and just all the celebrities right now, it's like, like what is the message you know so I think that I mean at least myself and I and I know that like other artists probably within our generation too are trying to bring the substance back to music and and it just because I think that with all with all the yeah with all the big labels they're just like oh I don't I don't want to (laughs) like myself over or anything but I just feel like all the big labels are promoting artists that are aren't like that just have a lot of money and all that they're all all that they promote is just having money and being rich and and their big houses and all their cars and all their jewelry and it's like so then it just convinces everyone else watching that that's what they need to get to get recognition to get attention to get followers to get clout so you just have a bunch of money hungry people which money hungry is good but at the end of the day like money isn't gonna matter if the environment gets all messed up you know and that and that's like the other thing too is like I'm all for exploration. I think we should definitely be exploring space and whatever. But the thing that's just funny to me is I don't understand why people are, like, signing up to go and live on Mars. Like, there's nothing there. It's hot. We have beautiful Earth here. You know, it's like people are just like, well, our Earth is already messed up, so we're just going to cut. And I'm like, cut to where? When we already have an amazing Earth right now that we're just destroying. When we could be, instead of building all these things to go somewhere that's hot, I think that right now everything is just a distraction and so that's why I am so grateful when I see on social media people spreading messages of what's happening right now what matters right now and what matters for our future because we're so distracted everyone just wants the next iPhone or wants the next Gucci belt or wants the next like for I mean I feel like I'm hating on people right now but I'm not trying to hate on anyone but like we are so distracted from what's actually important in TikTok. I love TikTok. I'm on it. But in Instagram, love them. But they get me so distracted and they get me so off off topic and off uh, thought of what I'm trying to do. And I've, and I've noticed that when I'm on Instagram, when I'm on these things and I see other people do, being successful and doing other things, I'm happy for them, of course. But then seeing other people do things and while I'm spending my time watching them do those things, it subconsciously makes me like doubt myself and feel like I'm not putting enough time into what I'm supposed to be doing. So I think it's important that when we are on social media, when we do share on social media, at least we're sharing things that 
are important to everybody it's not we're not just on instagram seeing people like post up with their with their like sixth car and all these things right because it's like having another car isn't gonna help all of humanity and isn't us seeing that it doesn't help me at all it just makes me feel like oh i wish i had six cars or whatever like that's that's like a random example but with everything we always wish that we had more we wish that we had more because people always have more than you and so but it's not about all about having everything it's about having what you need and being grateful for that already and so I just find I get I definitely start to doubt myself more when I'm looking at what other people are doing versus if I just like shut everything out for a day and I'm really focused on everything I have planned I'm way more motivated I'm way more confident in what I'm doing I'm you know what I mean yeah absolutely yeah 100%. yeah you can do you can have anything you just can't have everything. Yeah. You know, you, you just have to be able to choose and be specific. Um, so, when it comes to the business side of music, are you, like, is that something that you focus on heavily or is it something that, you know, you, you're going to get more into or is it well, just an I th- afterthought? Well, I think either way, I need, like, I need to, it's always good to know about business and, I, and I've heard that, like, the music business is, like, don't quote me on this, but, like, 70% business and 20%, or no, wait, 70 30 percent 70 you know and then 30 percent um music and talent because it's you have to have your business side you need to make sure your royalties are good you need to make sure your marketing is good your merchandise all these things and and that that's also what was getting me overwhelmed is I kind of just wanted to be in a space where I can freely without feeling too much pressure create and write and do those things but it's I have to do that and then I have to, you know, get the mix right and then the master right and then get the video content, the photo content, the PR packaging, the the copyrights, you know, all these things. There's just so much for like one song. There's so much you have to do and so much money goes into it, you know, and I don't think people realize how much money it costs to put out like even just one song. And so that's why like the streaming and the support and stuff is so important because back in the day, people would sell a whole album. So you'd pay like what? $25 for a whole album even if you just liked one song on the album yeah. you know but now it's like if someone likes one song they'll stream that however many times but it's, it's not probably not even gonna add up to $25 it'll probably add up to like five at most if they're streaming it like all the time so I think that's that's definitely difficult is that the payout isn't as quick and that's why you know there's so much pressure and there's so much competition with everything because there it's just the levels between what you're getting and your profit is so low but people just do it because they love it and obviously everyone hopes to get to that point where they're big enough to be able to sustain themselves solely based off their creativity and their artistry and that's what I hope to do you know no I love that ambition's everything you know it has to be and when we realize that patience and passion are the only two things that really enable us to get anywhere you know because when we love doing something we're happy doing it and at the end of the day happiness is a choice you know, so just being happy right now, being grateful for what we have right now is seriously the catalyst to happiness and success. I've been just waking up in the morning. Like exactly. I'm, I've been trying to do that. And honestly, exactly. <laughs> honestly, it's been it's kind of changed my life in a way. Like, I don't know if it's just because I changed my mindset or I'm thinking of things differently that I feel I'm getting more done. But literally the simplest thing of just waking up and being like, I'm grateful for being here and just acknowledging that like from the littlest little thing could have happened. Like if your parents didn't meet each other, whatever, whatever, like you literally wouldn't be here. Yeah. Like, I don't know if this like example would make sense, but it's coming into my mind. Like 
you know, even when it comes to, like, the policing system, right, where you have people that go into the police force to try to, like, do better and to, to, you know, be, be a good force of, like, society or whatever and I feel like sometimes I think it's a little bit different but it's kind of similar like when it comes to music like are people getting into music for you know to share a good message are people getting into music to make money are people getting into music to get girls and live the lifestyle you know there's just there's so many reasons why people get into things and I just think that you know unfortunately some people get a lot more attention and they're and they're not necessarily trying to benefit you know, other people or humanity, sometimes they're just trying to benefit themselves. And I'm not even speaking on anyone in particular, but I think that's just kind of what, what they show. And, and, you know, like, I yeah. Don't yeah, no, that's a great point. So it gets the attention. Yeah. I, I, I think the issue, I don't think the issue, I mean, you know, you can't serve from empty plate. Like you have to take care of yourself and your family first. Right. But I, I think the issue really begins when people get to that stage where they're sustainable Yeah. and then they remain selfish and they don't, you know, give, take food from their plate and give to people that mm-hmm. have less, or at least teach other people how to, I don't know, cook for themselves, go and catch a fish. Whatever. Yeah. Um, and that's, you know, society can only go as fast as its slowest person. Yeah. Right? So, uh, I mean, if you want to create your own society, then, yeah, go off and do your own thing. Yeah. But at the end of the day, the more you give, the more you receive. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's one thing that, yeah, music has so much potential to do like you said one song yeah. can change someone's life yeah and it's easier to to get people to listen when you put it in a song or you know if you yeah that's what i'm saying that's like what people yeah love, creativity people like musicians and stuff are always in the media and yeah. and musicians and have the power to like speak a message and whether that's they want to say it you know to people while they're talking or within their music or within their art it's it's sharing a message and i think it's it's a very very powerful thing and with everything, like building a music career and, and making sure that it's running, you know, like you said, well oiled and, you know, running smoothly is, is it, it's it can relate to anything in life and, and anyone's, you know, um, ambitions and goals and stuff. As long as you have everything in order and everything set up and same thing when it comes to, you know, society and in our in our um, intricate systems, but, you know, that keep keep the earth sustainable or not it's one of those things that we just have to start doing it and and people always talk about it's so much money or this or that and it's like we just have to rather than trying to come up with the next best thing that's just another piece of material that you're gonna try to tell that the advertisements are gonna try to tell me I need it's like we can be putting that money towards just creating everything better I just I don't know I don't even know how to explain it but I learned that the U.S. spends 50% of their budget on the military was the day that I knew that society was fucked. Yeah. And I was just like, man, imagine if they were spending 50% of their budget on education. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Whatever. And it's, it all, it, everything, <laughs> everything comes down to education. It like, does. literally. Knowledge is power, and like, applied knowledge is true power. Yeah, and even, and even when it comes to, um, like, third world countries and stuff, sometimes you see you know, um, like litter on the ground or whatever, but it, because they don't know that it's not supposed to be that way, yeah. they often don't re- see it as a problem. And I, and then I think, but even when we see garbage on the ground here in like a like a first world country, even though I don't necessarily believe in first world and third world countries, because I, I don't think that there should be this huge divide between like wealthy yeah. and you know, like that makes no sense to me. But anyways, um, it's just something that we just look past and no one wants to see. Like no one, no one cares to, to, to really take in the amount of plastic that we're using or, 
everything. And like I said, I work at McDonald's. The amount of plastic that's gets, that gets thrown out is absolutely disgusting. Even the amount of food, like forty yeah. percent of the of the total food in the world is thrown out. Mm-hmm. So literally half of the food we make, we throw out. It doesn't make sense. Like, it makes no we sense. We have so much land, so much food. So much space. Yeah, so much space. And then that's when I don't understand when people are like, oh, like, there's too many people, like, la, 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 what are we going to do? What do you mean? We have so much space. It's just the amount that there's there's too many people that have too many things. Like, yes. we don't need all these things. And, and, and I even said this on my story yesterday. I don't know if you said it, but, like, when it comes to pollution and it comes to not being sustainable it all has to do with the convenience of things like anything that's convenient like going to the grocery store and everything's laid out everything's well packaged everything has a label la 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 is so convenient and that's why people don't look at it as a problem because they're like why would i spend like an extra five minutes to do this or why would i walk all the way over there to put it in the recycling when i could just like throw it on the ground or whatever right it's just people i think it kind of comes down to laziness as well and and just how accessible things are 100 percent without a doubt that's that's it if something's easy something's right there we're always going to take it and yeah kind of going back to the very start of what we're talking about like instant gratification people just wanting things like you said people have too many things and um we want too many things and again we can have anything we just can't have everything so we've got to be picky we've got to be choosy we've got to be specific I mean, sooner or later, otherwise, <laughs> we might be extinct, you know, if we don't get our priorities right. Um, and Warren Buffett, I don't know if you know who he is, but he is an amazing, one of the richest men in the world. He was the richest man in the world for a very long period of time. And he said, you know, we can only learn through mistakes, but no one ever said those mistakes have to be our own. And once we learn that something or someone or a story or a lesson or a mistake is going to keep happening in our lives until we've learned the lesson it's just going to progressively get worse and worse and the consequences are going to get worse and who knows it may result in us dying or someone that we love dying and that's a result of us not learning the lesson that we were supposed to so i mean yeah we can we could go on for days about this um but i want to ask you this one question that i ask everyone that comes on the show if you could go back and tell your 18-year-old self one piece of advice, what would it be? Hmm. It would be to realize that my self-worth and who determined my worth or, you know, what I deserved, whether that be treatment, whether that be pay, whether that be, you know, my goals and dreams or, you know, whatever – has everything to do with myself and that because I would just put I feel like I'd put so much emphasis on you know what if other people liked me or you know so let's say if it came to like a guy or something it would be you know if if they weren't texting me back I'd be like oh I'm being weird or like oh this or oh that or you know just stupid stuff like like that yeah like yeah Yeah, if if someone is like you know just just making shit up in my head or whatever and it would just be like my advice would be to like stop stop thinking about what everyone else is thinking because most of the time people aren't actually thinking about you and like aren't actually judging you and they're just they're just judging themselves most of the time people don't even know what the fuck they're talking about exactly my mentor said you know 99 people out of 100 
are gonna be full of shit. As soon as you find that one person that knows what they're talking about, you just have to milk it and just stay with them mm-hmm. and just wash their feet, you know, and just do everything. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah, you know, you have to be really selective. You know, the smaller yeah. your circle, the bigger the vision. Exactly, and and it brings me back to your point too about eating healthy and stuff. Is like. So not only, like, stop caring about what everyone else is doing or saying or whatever and, like, focus in on you. And, like, so for me, what makes me feel happy and what makes me feel, you know, motivated is being productive and getting things done that I want to do and not just thinking about it and wishing I would do it. Amen. Amen, Katrina. That was bang on the money, you know. When we have anxiety, when we doubt ourselves, we don't know what to do, period. You know, because when we trust ourselves, any thought that comes to mind any moment, any person, any feeling means something. That intuition truly means something. And when we can bring that to a song, we can bring that to business, bring that to relationships, and people can feel it as opposed to just thinking that they have it or thinking that they you know, want it or, or feel it. If they genuinely feel it, you know, again, energy speaks louder than words, a pitch is worth a thousand words. Actions will always speak louder than words. So, we got to show the world. We can't tell the world. If you guys want to hit me up some more, learn some more about streamlining business, creating a funnel to create digital assets for your business, hit me up on Instagram, Benji.Copeland. Send me a DM. And we'll go from there, man. Much love. One love. Peace.